We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So, Mr. Roberts, it is time for a little Football 101. And what we have decided to do, we've had tons of people ask us for Football 101. So we're just going to try to take topic, topic, topic all summer, all spring, all summer, and just try to kind of break things down as, as simplistically as we can. It's called Football 101 for a reason, is what we're trying to do and what we th- think is a good idea based on a lot of feedback from y'all is is really try to teach some of the introductory basics of, of football so we can all at least make sure we're all speaking the same language. And what Ryan and I have found is as we start talking about things that we just kind of view as just just part of our lingo, there's a lot of people that may not understand what that means. And so part of the goal of this show is to make all of us uh, better and more knowledgeable fans, all of us. And so that's what this football one-on-one is meant to be about. Some of these things are going to be things you already know, and that's fine. But other things are going to be things that maybe people don't quite know or don't quite understand as fully. And so we're going to start off some really basic stuff early on, Ryan. And the first episode of Football 101 is going to talk about personnel groupings because we're going to try to keep them somewhat related to the topic of the main show. So we're not going to talk about Notre Dame wide receivers and then talk about our favorite blitz schemes on defense. And football. <laughs> we'll try to keep it as much as we can to the topic at hand. And the first one is personnel groupings because we use phrases all the time, Ryan, that there's a lot of people that just don't know what they are. And that's 11 personnel, 10 personnel, 12 personnel, 13 personnel. And so what we're going to do for you all today is we're going to kind of dive into a little bit of what the personnel groupings, what they mean, how do we get to those names, uh, and 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 also understanding that you look, not everybody uses these names, but they're the easiest descriptors, but then also kind of show some different ways that Notre Dame has used them. There's some personnel groupings we won't show because Notre Dame doesn't use them. But we can talk about it, and if Notre Dame ever does use them, then we'll, we'll get into them, Ryan. But We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Basically, what this is, is every time, uh, before every, after every play, one of the first things that the coaching staff is going to signal in or or yell on the sideline is what's the personnel that they want on the field the next play. And there's all types of options, but at the end of the day, the options have to come down to you need five skilled players in the field. You have five. You assume that there's five offensive linemen and a quarterback. And so there's five skilled players. And then how you identify those is basically a number system. Now, some teams will use names. Hey, Tiger, Tiger, that means this is going – but more often than not, teams have some level of understanding of personnel. Now, you, you talk 10, 11, 21, 30, 32. You can do all types of things, but the reality is the two numbers can't equal five, more than five. <laughs> then you got a problem unless you're taking the quarterback off the field. So there's no 34 personnel? There's no 34 personnel. Sorry, there's not. Now, you could technically do 33 or because you could take a quarterback out and do some kind of wildcat, but we're not going to waste our time with that. We're going to kind of stick to some of the more true stuff and then different, different aspects within it of how they're going to use. And the first one that we're going to talk about Ryan uh, today is 11 personnel. And so we're going to use this to kind of explain to you all where the numbers come from. So 11 personnel overall, big picture, the numbers represent the first number always represents the number of running backs and the second number always represents the number of tight ends. You don't ever see a reference to receivers because basically receivers are whatever's left over. No respect for the receiver position. Can't be included in the personnel. But basically you subtract whatever's in the first two numbers from five, and that's how many receivers are on the field. Because you're not going to call it 113 personnel. You're going to call it 11 personnel. And 11 personnel in this instance is one running back and one tight end. So, Ryan, we're going to test your math skills. If there's one running back and one tight end, how many receivers are on the field? 
the three wide receivers on the field. Bingo. There you go. There you go. So uh, you can do it a lot of different ways. And so uh, 11 personnel does not mean a formation, Ryan. It simply refers to the personnel. And I would contend that this is probably the most popular personnel grouping in college football today, Ryan. Would you agree with that? 100%. Yep. So we didn't see Notre Dame use it as much last year, but this is what it is. And now here's some things that can change, Ryan. These things right here, right? Like this, the W, uh, the running back, the Y, the Z, the X. Those are what Notre Dame has called receivers in the past. I don't know if they're going to change that now. When I coached Ryan, I don't know what yours was, but this was always the, the, the boundary guy was always the X, correct? Yep. yep. The field guy was always, uh, we, we called it the Z, Right, yep. it was always the field guy, and then this was the S slot. Right now, I've had other teams where this was an H because the running back was the S because we call the running back the super back, so it was an S. Mm. But uh, you know, it, it basically, so so these numbers don't necessarily matter, but we did want you to you all to kind of get an idea of how Notre Dame calls those positions, right, Ryan? Now, here's the other thing the the player does not define who the W is. It's the alignment. Yeah. Right. So Ryan, we saw this last year. You'll see multiple. I mean, you'll see plays where they're into the boundary and the W is technically the field. If you're just looking at the personnel, but he no longer becomes the W. And that's the thing that makes it. It's the position is defined by the alignment, not the actual who the player is lining up in that spot. Right. Yep. So you can, you can add in anything at any time if you'd like to Mr. Roberts. I mean, I think it's basic, man. Just your math skills. Okay. Again, people people into the boundary usually refer to that receiver as an X, but Notre Dame just has a different name for it. Usually, I mean, but the characteristics stay true pretty much, basically, right? Like a boundary receiver is usually a little bit of a bigger guy, a little bit more your more physical dude, a little bit more linear as well. Like that guy's usually the one that's going to see a lot of man-on-man coverage into the boundary. So you want him to usually be a little bit of the faster, longer type of guy. The Z receiver all the way on the outside, which is the X in Notre Dame system, that guy usually is a little bit of a sleeker type of build. Think of like Devonta Smith, kind of like body type. He's a guy that usually you kind of want off the line of scrimmage as much as you possibly can because there's going to be some short motions, long motions, a bunch of different stuff like that, right? So that's kind of you know very basic as far as I, I honestly when we when I coached in high school. We didn't have a letter for the slot receiver. We just called him a slot. It was X, Z, and slot. Like that was just kind of basically what it was. So, y'all couldn't get creative at all. You couldn't give him any kind of number. You couldn't give him any kind of nothing at all. A U. Because what? <laughs> so, one team I was on, we called it a U because it made for uh, better motions. Like, honestly, Uzi, Uno, oh, like stuff like that. Gotcha. It, cre- it created more opportunities for you know names when it comes to, to to motions, and so uh, that is um, that was kind of why kind of why we had had it as a U. But uh, there's different things you can do out of this. Obviously, this is what we call a three by one formation. So you'll hear us say three by one, two by two, different things like that. All all that means is basically numbers to each side. So if we go three by one. I don't know if you do it differently, Ryan, but I always go with the field or the strength as the first number. So I could even go a one by three because it's trips into the boundary. But in this instance, we call this a three by one. Now on this particular concept, I do not call this trips because you can see where the tight end is. He's actually to me in an attached position. Now, technically attached, but I should say attached. He's in a box alignment to me. 
And, and we, so, we, we, we would call that Trey if the tight ends included right. in the three by Correct. one. So, Correct. Yeah. So this is a, this is a three by one. So you have three receivers to the strength and then one to the boundary. All right. And then here's another example of that uh, from last year. So again, it's still 11 personnel, but it's not the W into the boundary. It's now the tight end and to the field. So you see the tight end down here to the field. You have the X, the Z and the W. Now I don't care which player is there. That's the, basically the way you're going to call it. So you're not going to put the W usually is not considered the outside guy. It'd still be the X, still be the Z. And then you're just bringing the W over mm-hmm. is essentially how you do it. So I'll have a running back. So this is still a three by one. Now this is, this is a trips alignment. Yes. And this would, to me, this would be sort of a flex. Uh, so my, my, the way I call formations, Ryan, we had trips, tray and trio trips was a true three by one where it was three receivers to one side, a, a traditional receiver to the boundary. And then the tight end would be second or third to the field. He could be first, but it was a true three by one. Uh, Trey was when the tight end was either was attached uh, yeah. and on the line of scrimmage. And then I would have Trey off, which meant the tight end was off, which means somebody has to come up, but it was still Trey. So he was still in that same alignment or a wing. And then we would have trio trio was three receivers to the right. And the tight end would be attached to the boundary. So to me, this would be trio right flex is how we would call it. So then the tight end flexes out in that alignment based on how this one is. That's how I would call it. So uh, we, we we would just call it, and it's a little confusing because this terminology could get a little muffled, but we used to call this when it's a three by one with three wide receivers on one side and the tight end backside. We used to call, we used to call that tight trips, which I know some people would be like, but you aren't, isn't tight referred to like your, your spacing as wide receivers. And like, you're technically right. But we would that would just refer to we know there's a tight end in the game and he's not included in the trips. Yeah. Is basically how they would do it. Yeah, so that's a, a tight. T- whenever I use the word tight, it was always I wanted that guy lined up alignment. Tight. Yeah, it, usually alignment. Yeah, I call yep. that what's up. We call that uh, bunch bunch. So we call trips, bunch bunch too. trio bunch tray bunch that kind of thing is how we would call that. Uh, so we just we would just go it that way. But th- but that's the thing though, Ryan is there's people that will use these things all differently. Yep. And they'll call things differently. But this is a basic idea. So this is another three-by-one. This, however, is what we would call a two-by-two two alignment out of 11 personnel. So you can see it's still 11 personnel. So you have your boundary receiver right here in the W. You have your Z and your X together up top. And then you're running back. And now your tight end, he's technically not attached because he's technically off the ball, although this is a little tight. This is a little too close for comfort for me. On yeah. this particular play, they ran the football, so it didn't quite matter as much. But in normally, I would probably want Tobias to be off here or Mayer to be about another half step back. Now, if it's a run play, it doesn't matter. If it's a run play, all nine guys can be on the line of scrimmage. They just – you can't throw the ball that way. So that would be uh, – this. Is, but this is a two-by-two, two, Ryan. So you have two receivers to the top and then two to the boundary. And that's just another example of 11 personnel. And then here's another example of, of 11 personnel in a two-by-two where simply the tight end is here. Now, I don't know how you did it, Ryan, but to me, this was called doubles. I just called so, this doubles, wait. and it was two-by-two. Two. It was in the tight end just knew I'm in, I'm in the slot, splitting the difference between the boundary and the tackle. So two different coaches staff I was on when there was a two by two with two players not in like not in an inline position we would either call it deuce deuce was one or the other school was flex we would yeah. call this flex deuce for me was invert yeah it, so if I wanted him inverted I'd call deuce 
and and then we'd motion out of that. So doubles and deuce is how I'd call these basic two by twos. So, but again, still, still on personnel, nothing has changed to personnel. Just give you some different ways that you can get to it. Next personnel grouping. This is one the Notre Dame fans know and love. And that is 12 <laughs> personnel. Again, number first number running back. So there's one, the second number is tight ends. That's two, one plus two equals three, which means there's how many receivers on the field, Ryan? There's two receivers there's on the two field. Receivers two receivers in the field. Receivers. There you go. <laughs> Just testing your your teaching skills, making sure you're sharp on it, right? Um, but again, everybody knows I'm just giving them a hard time. But again, that's that's how you know the number of receivers, though, right? Is you subtract whatever the number of the backs and tight ends from the running backs. And so um, 12 personnel, one running back, two tight ends, two receivers. Now, the way Notre Dame would do it is the X and W stay on the field. And the player that goes off is the Z. So the number two tight end, and in Notre Dame's offense, that's called uh, either it's actually called F or it'd be that it, it's called the F when they have a number two tight end. But Michael Mayer became the F in twelve personnel, where he was the Y in eleven personnel. So the way that they did it, but you have two receivers, and then so the Z comes out, and he's replaced by the F. That's the second tight end. Yeah. I, I don't know what you did, Ryan. My second tight end was called, always called an H. We always had it as an H. Always an H. Always an H. We had an attached player. Then the H was the wing that would motion around, all that type of stuff. If we went trips or if we went trio out of this, uh, the F would be the trio. The Y would stay attached. It's kind of how we did it. Uh, And so uh, that's kind of what it is. But again, same thing. Now, this would be considered a three by one personnel because three by, excuse me, three by one alignment. So you have the X and Z together, and then the F and the W are attached to the line of scrimmage and then you're in a pistol alignment here and we'll do backfields at some point in time so you have a three by one and ryan this obviously was notre dame's best personnel grouping and the key is you're going to find out is if you're going to run 12 personnel ryan you have to be able to do it out of a lot of different looks you can't just line up like this a lot and that's a key to making it work well, and I, I like i like the three by one alignment out of 12 personnel because the i think the problem that you've hit sometimes in 12 personnel is that when you have the X on one side and the W on the other in, in that type of situation, it becomes a two by two. And in a, in a, in a heavier personnel grouping, which is what 12 personnel is. When I say heavier, it just means I have more size on the field. Obviously I took a wide receiver out, put a tight end on the field. That's heavier than it was before. Right. So in that type of personnel, when you make it in even alignments defensively, when I'm looking at two wide receivers on one side and two on the other, that condenses things a lot more, right? Like there's just, it's a little bit of a limitation as far as how you can work work out of the box in that alignment. And a three by one, you could be a little bit more creative with motions, for instance. You could be a little more creative to working backside and then front side. Obviously, you have a lot more space that you've created. So I would just say that, you know, out of the 12 personnel, it is very important because you don't want to be super balanced from an alignment perspective. Because if I'm a defensive coordinator and, I, and if I'm a linebacker, I'm like, I want two by two alignments all day, yeah. man. That makes everything guys even attached. for me. Yeah. Yes. Makes it easy. I want my tight ends attached. I want to know where my box is all the time. 100%. And, and, and even run game wise, there's advantages to getting your, your tight ends out in run game situations because if you're running perimeter – for example, if I'm running an outside zone play here, Ryan, or I'm running some kind of toss, my F has a much better shot at getting up to this backer if he's out here yep. in a three-by-one than he does here in a three-by-one. 
And now it, some weeks it may be, no, but we're running stretch. So I need these two guys working up there. But if I'm running more of a, a, a hard outside where I'm trying to get the ball to the perimeter, a jet sweep, something like that, a toss, I want to improve this guy's angle to get to there. So I, it, may, it may be beneficial for me to have him out wider. And yeah. so those are all things you think of. Here's a couple other examples of Notre Dame and their 12 personnel. Again, for me, this is just doubles is what we call it. But they know the Y and the F know in doubles, you guys are off. You guys are splitting the difference between the X and the Z uh, or the X and the tackle or the W and the tackle. So this is a two-by-two that you'll see out of 12 personnel. Uh, This is a three-by-one. So remember earlier we saw the same form. We talked a lot on the show, Ryan. We'll say, hey, use the same formations but use them different personnel, Okay. Well, this is the same trips a lot. This what we call we call it like um, uh, I would actually call this duo off or duo wing, or you can call it tray off. Either way, you're in the same thing, but you're going to three by one where the tight end is in a wing, which is exactly what we showed Ryan at the very beginning for eleven personnel, right? So this is the yeah. same thing that we saw here. The difference now is your eleven person your your personnel has changed. So what does that mean? Well, number one. Look at how Clemson's defending the two, right? So Clemson has got a few more guys off the ball, but you. But the main thing is when you see from Clemson is they're they're coming when it's yeah. twelve personnel because they're they're thinking it's run. They're heavy run personnel. This is a linebacker here in this alignment here to nickel. So Clemson's get Clemson's in a different. They're in a four two five personnel grouping. Where to me, Ryan, this looked like they checked to a big guy personnel, a three linebacker personnel, right? So they're going to handle it differently. And you may want to dictate that. I may want them in a bigger personnel, especially if I have good pass catchers at tight end. So what does this let me do? This allows me to get now Michael Mayer in a matchup in space against a linebacker. I like that matchup. It allows me to have some big bodies to the field if I want to run uh, certain concepts. It gives me size, physicality but I can spread them out and and run my RPOs. I can run some option routes. I can run some quick perimeters because here's the thing. If Clemson wants to heat me up in here, I'm running out. If if, if I know I'm going to have a chance to get to that alignment, I'm running outside. I'm running sweeps. I'm running things where I'm just going to take this running back right here, Ryan, and I'm just bringing them and blitz right outside the sucker. And then now that puts Mitchell Evans here in a really important block on the end. But I got numbers here now. And yeah. now you better hope this guy can come downhill and tackle Audric Estime. Otherwise, I got a chance for something, right? So it just it creates different opportunities for you. Three by one there. Uh, next personnel grouping, 21 personnel. Yep. This is one that I hope we see a lot more of this year. Now, you can do this out of 20 personnel as well. We actually saw Notre Dame do that last year a couple times where they went 20 personnel. We may see that more this year, Ryan, but we'll d- dive into that second. But this is 21 personnel. Two running backs, one tight end, two receivers, and I I hope they would see it before. Right? I don't know if you guys did this, but when we did twenty, when I was coaching, twenty one personnel still meant a fullback. You know, yes. So it was a fullback, yes. a tailback. Now twenty one personnel has kind of turned into two tailbacks. We would call that twenty one speed when we wanted to get two tailbacks on the field, and we actually did that when I was coaching. But we actually had to tag it uh, twenty one speed is what we would call it, or 20 speed to get two backs. But here you see it. You have two run. You have Audric Estime here. Oops. Let's go back to that. You have Audric Estime here and Chris Tyree here. You have the W and the X because, again, the 
the the slot has come out, the Z has come out, and he was replaced by the F. In this instance, the Z comes out and he's replaced by the second tight end or second running back. So you have Z, you have is out, the F is out, and now the second running back is out. Now, I don't know what Notre Dame calls their second back. So I went RB1, RB2. Most teams will have a, a different moniker. So, you know, your starting tailback may be S and your number two tailback may be T, something like that, right? So you can have, and a lot of times you'll call things certain things because you want to have a, you want to have a, a tags with them. Yep. So you want to give them a number, a letter that they can kind of have motions attached into it, things like that, or or personnel tags, things like that. So this is 21 personnel. And then you'll see Notre Dame do that a lot of different ways, Ryan. Here's 21 personnel, and they're empty. Yep. Right? So you see the two – you see Tyree in the slot up here. Uh, this is estimated down – actually, might have actually been Logan Diggs down here, and then W, X, and then your tight end. And then um, what Notre Dame would also do is out of this, they'd put Michael Mayer in the slot a lot. So he'd be out here in a true 20 look, but with 21 personnel. And that's the other thing too, Ryan, is I, I, I'll, I'll say this. You tell me if you agree or disagree. I won't be shocked because you don't have a Michael Mayer tight end and you do have great depth at receiver. I don't, and, and running back, I won't be shocked if we don't see, and actually, matter of fact, I'll be disappointed if we don't see a decent amount of 20 personnel this year, two backs, three receivers, especially when you have big backs like Diggs and Austin estimate, because they can do some certain blocking things that you might need that second back to do. I would love for us to see more of the 20, 20 personnel with Notre Dame this year. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Check planning for what's next and how to save for it. That's where bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I mean, we just talked about how the wide receiver group has kind of got bolstered in one offseason, right? You're now talking about four scholarship receivers last year to nine (laughs) that you're with this year. I mean, in just one offseason, there's got to be other ways to get kind of more speed on the field in that regard. And I kind of want people just to understand that when we're talking about the personnel groupings, it matters who's on the field, right, as far as what players are specifically on the field. I think most people kind of associate, in my opinion, Brian, is like if it's let's say it's like 11 personnel. They like, they, they just think that, you know, that means automatically there's one tight end in line and there's one running back. And that's not always the case, right? That, that tight end could be flexed out. That running back could be flexed out. I mean, in, in all these cases, it matters of who's on the field. Aldrich estimate Logan Diggs are on the field. So it might be 21 personnel, but that doesn't necessarily mean that both running backs are in the backfield. That means just means that they're on the field together so I just want people to understand that fact because I think it can get a little confusing to say like I associate 21 personnel must mean that there are two running backs in the backfield 
Not necessarily. It just means that there's two running backs on the field, and I hope that makes sense. So here's an example of what you're talking about, Ryan. If you ever saw Lorenzo Styles as a senior in high school, then what you saw was Lorenzo Styles lining up in the backfield and running the football as a running back, and he was pretty decent at it. So why would I not at times to have some fun go 11 personnel where I have Chris Tyree in the slot and I put Lorenzo Styles a running back and run some speed stuff out of that? Yeah. So first of all, okay, what I'm doing is if I think that you're going to always put a, your nickel to the slot and I'm going to put Lorenzo Styles into the, into the boundary as my running back, I've got some ISOs and some things I can do out of the backfield where you're going to try to now cover him with a linebacker, or you're going to, your guys are going to be confused and they're not going to know what the heck is going to happen. So we did this once in a playoff game, uh, Ryan, where we knew out of 21 personnel, they were going to be in their base defense. But we also knew at a, when we put two backs in the backfield or we went a true twins, twins means two receivers to a side and a tight end backside with two running backs, they were going to go corner over. And so corner over means, so let's go let's go up here to this example. So corner over means like let's just say hypothetically that that this W up here is a tight end and he's lined up here and and this is a receiver. So what they would do is out of that so there's no guy here. I wish I could like cover that guy up. But they'd go corner over means both corners are over here and they had nobody cover boundary. So what we did out of this that look Ryan is we went 21 but we put our running back Roland Hilliard in the slot and we had our receiver in the backfield out of shotgun, and we would just motion him out, and all they could do was take their run-stopping safety and put him out over George Jones, and we just smoked him for a touchdown. We just threw a fade to George for a touchdown. Well, then when they did it the next time, they overreacted to that motion, and we banged him with double posts backside on the next play because we saw how they panicked and how they overreacted, and so we did that same motion and banged the post route backside, got us first and goal like the two, and we punched it in and scored. Right. So like those are to your point, but it was still 11 personnel or yep. 21 personnel. It was still the same personnel grouping. It just we got to it in different ways and it get, gave you some different looks. So, again, personnel doesn't equal formation, doesn't mean who's lined up where per se. You can put the the individual Notre Dame personnel anywhere you want, but there's going to be three running backs in the field. And, and the other point, too, is you can line up in an alignment that looks like 11 personnel and it doesn't mean it's 11 personnel because the personnel determines what specific players are on the field. It doesn't tell you where they're going to go. It just means right. they're on the field. And so that's, that's another part of it. couple quick things here too, Ryan, that we'll just show uh, 22 personnel. Notre Dame ran this a lot last year, two tight ends and two backs. We see this right here with this group right here. We see down here, see Chris Tyree is a running back down to the boundary. See uh, Audric estimate here is a running back. Uh, there's a tight end, there's a tight end, and then there's just one receiver on the field. So two backs, two tight ends mean there's can only be one wide receiver on the field. So we saw this from Notre Dame last year. And a formation that I hope we don't see as much of this year, Ryan, is 13. I actually got that one wrong. I put one running back and three receivers. I'm not going to show the mistake that I made on that one, but it's basically three tight ends uh, that Notre Dame have on the field. So one running back, three tight ends, one wide receiver. So that is a look at Notre Dame's personnel groupings and that's what personnel groupings mean so first number running back second number tight ends receivers it's whatever's left over so i hope that that kind of helps some folks uh, have a better understanding of that we're going to try to do have some more fun things this is not something that's meant to be 
uh, insulting or talking down. This is something we've heard a lot from people that, hey, you guys use a lot of phrases and a lot of terminology, and I don't know what it means. And so why would they? They they didn't coach football. Some of them didn't play it. They just, they love football. So this is our way to say, hey, look, let's talk about the stuff in a football 101 where, and we'll cut it up and kind of put it out as its own. We'll have all the football 101s in in their own their own section on the message board. So you can look at these later and, and we'll always try to include graphics as much as we can, just so you can kind of see it. I think that helps, uh, but it's just meant to, Hey, look, let's all, let's all learn more about the game, right? We should always be learning more about the game. So hopefully that helped. And uh, you guys enjoyed our, our first installment of football one-on-one.